Okay, hey, we are back on the air for another episode of Campfire Chronicles as season six is now off and rolling. And today is going to be an interesting, uh, fun episode, a nice prelude to the Halfway to Halloween event. We have joining us one of the guests, uh, one half of one of the guest podcasts, Fast Pass with us, uh, Jay. How's it going, man? Good, good, man. I'm excited. Uh, and uh, halfway to Halloween is definitely shaping up to be a wonderful uh, time. We've got 10 different podcasts that are coming on board for segments. We have panels. We have roundtables. We have wrestlers. We have video game demos. We've got all kinds of stuff. And John is going to bring the whole thing home on Sunday night when he drops huge news that I can't wait for him to drop. It's huge news. It's huge haunt news. It's huge news. It's <laughs> the it hugest huge? news. <laughs> it's the hugest haunt news. <clears throat> as far as what Higby Horror Haunt's going to look like. But, hey, there's a uh, website, Horror Night Nightmares, on Twitter. Every year they do the speculation map. We all know last year, Kane and I argued over it, whether or not there would be whole horror nights with coronavirus i feel like honestly i feel like fucking andrew didn't want halloween horror nights to happen <laughs> last year and just to be able to prove that he was right went like around yeah. <laughs> around this time because around this time last year is when i was like no cane it's gonna fucking happen and yeah. he's like it's like no they're locking like it they're down building. they're locking they're it down <laughs> they're locking it down I'm like fuck you andrew it's gonna happen no no <laughs> George Floyd and fucking shelter in place. George Floyd and shelter in place. Andrew, Andrew, last year. Goddamn. Every fucking podcast. That's what it was about with Andrew last year. He's on a roll. He, he was uh, really pulling for it not to happen. He really needed to yeah. leave California. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anyway, the reason why I bring all this up is because the comp- the website, Horror Night Nightmares... They do follow them all the time. Yeah. They do their first one traditionally in like February, and they do their second one like right now, and then they'll do their third version, the final version, in like July. And by right now, July, and especially July, like what they say Halloween Horror Nights is going to be is usually like ninety percent right. So in February, yeah. they said LA was looking like Orlando last year. With like two mazes, maybe three mazes, maybe the mazes are even open. I know Walter wasn't. I wasn't happy about it either. Um, uh, there was talk that the mazes may even be like just in the normal day, like Orlando was last year. <clears throat> well, that's what I was thinking too. Until I've seen more and more since <laughs> that broke. To now, the second iteration of the speculation maze, they are saying that they are going to, uh, they being LA, Horror Night Nightmares, is saying it's going to be something like a 2015 event with like seven mazes, six, seven mazes. And the mazes, right off the get, 100% confirmed 
by spy photos. Like, there's over-the-wall photos of the facade. Halloween 3 is officially coming to L.A. I'm surprised Marty hasn't just announced it yet. I'm, because <laughs> we've all seen it. So what... I'm excited about that one, too. I think that one will be fun. That, yeah, no, I'm super excited. I'm more excited for, like, the, the house shirt than anything else. <laughs> it's going to be, like, a dope uh, marketing design for that house. Silver silver shamrock, silver shamrock or the three masks or the kid with the smash face or whatever like mm-hmm. there's a lot of opportunity there so Beetlejuice Texas Chainsaw Massacre for whatever reason The Haunting of Hill House still Texas or, uh, The Walking Dead and Pandora's Box 2 do you think Haunting um, of Hill House was one that they were planning on doing last year and then it, because it got all held up that, because that, that's been out now for a while. Haunting of Hill House sucks. <laughs> I don't like that show. You mean Blind Manor? No. I didn't like the last one. <laughs> I didn't like either one of them. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really care for them. They, like, they look like really nice. The cinematography and the set design is really cool. It lends itself it's, to it's a haunted a, house aesthetic really another, well. One of those ones where the internet goes, "Oh, you should do this. You should do this," and they're gonna do it. You don't have to. <laughs> like, there you go. Like, I'm sure it'll be a cool haunted house, whatever the fuck. But let me save you some time, man. Don't watch that for ten hours. <laughs> like that show is not that good of and, a show. And if anything, if you've witnessed Stranger Things two maze. You should be very wary about any Netflix series uh, mazes at this point. Well, Don't you mean Stranger <laughs> Things 2 slash 3? <laughs> I don't even count 3. <laughs> <laughs> that maze... Especially when you see what Florida got compared to us. It's just like, what? Here's the thing. They actually got like the, the ball entrance and crap. Let me go ahead and mention this too because this is really uh, our YouTube subscription numbers have raised substantially have, have, as we've produced the writing with horrific uh, YouTube series and podcasts where we're doing these ro- Roblox theme parks and haunted house attractions and well, as, both, as, heard the news. as both as <laughs> uh, you two are fans of the whole Roblox sim theme fan Scene, uh, you'll appreciate this thing that I've I've put together, and that is that like essentially taking the parks and grading them on a criteria, and taking the haunted houses, grading them on a criteria. So season one was eight parks that we're in the middle of releasing right now. So they got graded on coasters, dark rides, specialty attraction, land, water, and like parade firework. So each thing that it would fall in that category gets graded so then each of those categories like ends up with a score Mm -hmm. then the park gets an overall score so top four from what we do gets saved haunts it's different it's like set design and scare and all that right so we uh i'm in the middle of recording and right now uh season two is year-round haunt attractions Universal just opened up 
their HHN vault, which will allow you, allow you to... Damn, look at Jason's face right now. <laughs> will allow you to do HHN Roblox year-round. <laughs> and uh, the reason why I bring this up is I'm pretty sure there's some HHN Roblox mazes that were better. Case in point, the HHN Stranger Things maze on Roblox last year <laughs> was way better having just recorded the tw- HHN 2020 episode of that competition uh, way better than the HHN 2 in person maze. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that maze there was abysmal. <laughs> so I, I don't foresee anything too like over the top either for this or, HHN in person yeah. in L.A. Now, Florida, pretty much the exact same thing is that they were saying was going to happen last year. The only difference is they took out the Billie Eilish thing, and they have put in a creep show from oh, 20, nice. 2019 from L.A. Mm-hmm. So that Billie, was great, Billie Eilish is out. Uh, they're all saying that Frankenstein, Two Fairy, Beetlejuice, obviously, all coming back. Uh, Beetlejuice has been officially 100% confirmed. There was a maze that was teased last October that was based upon a San Francisco like puppet theater that uh, they did like a 10-minute documentary of how they built it, which there hasn't officially been announced, but that's going to be announced, uh, presumably. They announced it last year for this year. Mm-hmm. So there's all that. So HHN, though, California, has like the lowest covid rate we're apparently going to open the state in the middle of june florida's right behind that they're apparently opening the state in the middle of july so not only do i think hhn could happen in both states i think capacity wise it could be pretty crowded in these hhn events Mm -hmm. tickets are gonna sell fast this year if they're open oh yeah yeah. yes when they go on sale i think that that goes for i think that stands true for Halloween Horror Nights, The Mickey's Not So Scary, Not Scary Farm, and probably even Fright Fest at Six Flags are like your great Americas. Um, Any like themed, major themed entertainment, and maybe even more of like the the independent haunt stuff, I think the tickets are going to go really quickly. Um, That's I, I'm keeping an eye on it. I have a feeling you're right. As soon as they go on sale, I think they're going to sell out probably, like, I, I think within a few days. I think that Orlando is going to. I'm a little bit surprised they haven't announced anything now, but they're just doing their Velocicoaster Pass preview this weekend. Yeah. So that's kind of like their spotlight thing. I'm almost thinking maybe they'll do they'll announce something between now and... And when Velocicoaster officially opens at the beginning of June. Mm-hmm. and But then for the most part, I think a lot of tickets and all that is after Velocicoaster rolls out fully. Yeah. And then now you have your full spotlight to throw at Halloween Horror Nights. Mm-hmm. I think they would be smart to release a couple of dates, let those sell, then release a couple of more dates instead of just releasing the whole gamut. Well, Universal's ticketing system compared to Disney's has kind of baffled me a lot. Like, the way that they have managed their capacity and saying, like, come, 
first come, first serve, no reservation. Like, if you don't That's have it. crazy. Like, I don't, I don't well, get it. The reason why is you're going to get the people who are going to go and spend the money because it's first come, first serve. So they're going to make sure that they're there. And they're going to make sure that they're there to spend money. Where Disney people are going to buy tickets and then they'll buy tickets again and then they'll buy tickets again because they're guaranteed for that day. Where Universal makes it a little bit more exclusive because it's a first come, first serve. Well, I just think that overall the the problem, like, I just, to create a problem, (laughs) well, to create the the issue customer service-wise before, to solve it before it's even created. Like, Mm -hmm. Disney solved it before. Like, hey, we have this reservation system. If you don't have the reservation, sorry, you can't come. Yeah. Like, there's so many people on social media that have bought a universal ticket and been turned away at the gate because there's no reservation, but they sell date-specific tickets. That's the other thing that makes it weird. Like, case in point, Disneyland right now, when you buy a ticket, say you buy, like, a three-part copper thing. We just had this conversation. Before, you had to declare what day you're trying to go. Now you don't. You just buy the ticket, and then you can come back whenever. So you got to link the ticket to your account, and then you can reserve your day for whenever. And then you have a ticket guaranteed to go to one of the two parks with the almost like 95% certainty that you're going to be able to park up it as well. Right. The way that well, and it also says on there, because I was just looking at it, that if you buy a single park ticket, a one-day single park ticket, that is good until December of 2022. If you buy a multi-park ticket, like a multi-day park ticket, it's good until the middle of, I think, 2023 is what it said. Wow. So... When you buy Universal Ticket, you click the day on the calendar. And when you print out, I know this because when we went to Florida uh, in December, they my parents bought tickets to Universal and they didn't get they didn't get in because of capacity. Mm-hmm. We the day that we went, her and I for Christmas, we had like a Christmas tour thing. The park didn't hit capacity. It's like mm-hmm. on a Wednesday or something. But uh, it's a fact, so he got a refund after having to fight to get the refund. But, yeah, there was no... there was no for themselves. Yeah, there was no certainty in in getting in even though you bought a ticket. So uh, my hope would be that they're going to do, like, when you buy your Halloween Horror Nights ticket, you for sure were... Mm-hmm. Are getting Halloween Horror Nights, no matter well, what. You think that they would just do it just the way it was? Only allow so many tickets, and once they sell out, then that's it. The other thing and is, is I expect Express to to sell out almost every night this year. Oh God, yeah. There, I think they'll go out fast because I don't think they will offer as many Express. Well, I heard that they were talking about not even offering uh, VIP. So, Express would be the only option. Front of line option. Yeah. I will be curious also what the status of a shelter, or not shelter in place, but social distancing as far as the lines go. 
because that's a big space issue where you're going to put all those people once they're spaced out online. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen that in Florida where even something like a 30-minute line with social distancing creates like just like a, a huge chunk of space. Yeah. So if a house is an hour, like you're talking about a shitload of space that that line is taking up. Mm-hmm. So you would have to either eliminate the social distancing aspect by October, which is a total possibility, or reduce capacity so you have room for social distancing. Anyway, all stuff for us to uh, track here in the coming weeks, but this week in our virtual scare park, we're coming off of our season premiere watch-along that we did with Leprechaun in the Hood, which is without question the worst movie I think I've ever seen. (laughs) Like, that movie was horrible I, I haven't seen that one yet it is there is no reason to go from leprechaun in space to that is abysmal <laughs> it, 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 it is extremely depressing it was fun is it better than Jason X yes. no no shut up yes, yes. shut up yes shut <laughs> your mouth just because you praise Jason X what part Jason of that fucking movie. movie did you like last week? All of it. I think it's hilarious. I think it's great. Oh my god. It's definitely was it better than Puka? No. No. No, Puka's way better. It's not better than anything. <laughs> Personal opinions here. Personal opinions. Yeah, so it's not included in the fucking <laughs> virtual scare park that we're building for season six. And neither will be sex. Um... <laughs> So, we're back to traditional park. It's not oversized. The one... The one... The one stuff of 30 things to do. Yeah, the one twist, actually, on this year, just to make things simpler on ourselves, with everything else that we have happening this year, is that a property can be multiple things, a la rides, scare zone, and house. And... Uh, this week we're doing Willy's Wonderland, which is John's, like, I've never seen John more into a movie, I don't think. Like, John, when Nicolas Cage is is emoting in this movie, John, like, <laughs> like he was following the emotions in Nicolas Cage. Like, Hell yeah. Um, it's even better the second time. Well, and Jason, you've seen it how many times? Uh, I've seen it three times. Do you have and your you, son seen it how many times? Three. <laughs> how, do you own this movie yet? Uh, I do. I actually have two copies of it. Why? Why do you have two copies? <laughs> Why? Uh, my wife. My wife bought it on on YouTube, and then I had to get the physical copy too. Oh my god! Okay. Um, do you own a uh, Willie's Wonderland shirt? Uh, not yet, but I hope. Like, those are all over the place online. That was something that I looked just on the marketing. Like, right now, I'm really, we're, there's a lot of things, a lot of kettles in the iron as far as, again, video production on top of editing the film that we shot, writing the ideas and setting up shots uh, for the upcoming uh, second of the third of the feature film, the third third the the house 
uh, it's easy. It's easy peasy. We just gotta wait until we shoot that thing later on this summer. <laughs> the uh, second one, um, you know, we're casting and everything else. It's going to be very Hitchcocky, and I'm excited about it. Um, but this movie, Willie's Wonderland, is shot in a sense that you have some kind of like modern takes on a old trope. Like your main character doesn't even say a word, but mm-hmm. he does. He like speaks without speaking. That's how good Nicolas Cage is. And I actually talked about that with, to plug Halfway to Halloween again, Halfway to Halloween guest Emwa, composer and voice of Willie the Weezer, Willie the Weezer, <laughs> Willie the Weasel. Uh, he will, he's actually going to be in the very first panel Friday, Halfway to Halloween. Um, I'm stoked about kicking it off with him and Alexander Taylor. We're going to plug Halfway to Halloween a lot in the next 20 days. Uh, the, uh, but anyway, he was saying the same thing. Like Nick Cage, he speaks without speaking Like mm-hmm. in this film. When he, some of the things he does, I, think, I didn't notice the first time I watched it, one of my favorite things is one that Siren Sarah does the car wheel and he just perfectly headbutts her. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> that's pretty fucking rad. Yeah, uh, and his dancing. Let's just talk about his dancing. His dancing is pretty <laughs> off the charts. The off. obsession with the pinball machine too. <laughs> the fact that they never address <laughs> a lot of things. Like you never <laughs> the coke, yeah, or the, the, the punch, the punch, and the pinball thing. Um, it, it doesn't even cover why he's basically mute. Yeah, he doesn't. Is he a mute? Can he talk, or does he just choose not to speak? Like, I don't know. They don't uh, it. If you haven't watched this movie yet, shame on you. <laughs> yeah. But essentially, the plot of this thing is that this town had a Chuck E. Cheese restaurant that was owned by serial killer, whose employees were also molester serial killers. And when they knew they were going to get caught, they did a satanic suicide ceremony a la child's play and they transferred their essences into these Chuck E. Cheese animatronics Willie and his band of buddies and this town uh, caught wind and was going to have the place demolished mysteriously the guy who was going to demolish the place was like sliced open from crotch to chin the night before and then fast forward and shit goes awry constantly in this town to the point that the townsfolk just say okay we'll just like bring people into you like they don't really say but you kind of like get the vibe it's like once a year that they sacrifice people to these animatronics and they get them to stay by doing the whole spiked tire thing in the road and then uh, they are in Willie's Wonderland and they get like they the sheriff says eaten a lot like these fucking robots eat these people like bones and everything I don't know like do they eat people like Devastator the Transformer from like the fucking <laughs> four Transformers movies 
coolest part of the you bride. Just, you just see them like kill people. You don't really see them eat them. But yeah, you're right. They keep mentioning like feeding. They have so. to feed. <laughs> hey, and the the bride. It's kind of like the uh, just like the bloodlust. The they feed off of killing people type thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The sacrifice mm-hmm. and the the kill. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like that same theory, I guess, behind like when like you see. Like the the death of somebody, like their soul leaving, like type thing. Fuck what? Wait, what? <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's like uh, there's a movie. I think it was called like the Dinner Party or something like that. Where the idea is like they they kill these people to see like the light go out in their eyes. Jesus. So that's what I'm Christ. thinking. Maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's like that to where when you kill. I'm just going to something. They're like feeding <laughs> off the soul. Jesus. <laughs> What's that movie called? I think it's called Dinner Party. It was on Netflix for a while, man. It was, it's kind of slow, but the ending is, is the twist is pretty cool. Um, you tried to watch it, right, bub? Yeah. I tried to. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't get all the way through I didn't it? get all the way through it. <laughs> Wow. You didn't make it to the twist. No, I didn't make it to the twist. <laughs> um, I know it now, though. <laughs> I was going to say, did someone tell you the twist? Just now. <laughs> so, Nick Cage gets a flat tire, gets picked up by the tow truck, whole nine. He meets Tex. Tex will pay to have his car fixed if he cleans Willie's all night. Gives him the shirt. He starts cleaning. Lo and behold, some weird stuff starts to happen. Ozzy the ostrich. And <laughs> Ozzy the ostrich is stalking Nicholas Cage. <laughs> and Nick Cage taps it with his broom handle in the throat. A couple times. And, like, turns back around and mops a little bit more. And then does a little, like, double tap in the throat again. And Ozzy fucking splits his throat or his cheek open with his beak. And says he's going to feast on his soul. Again, another fucking reference to the soul eating and eating him. (laughs) Like, what are these things doing? They're eating these people. And their souls. Um... But it doesn't happen. Nick Cage, like... That's the thing. Nick Cage, like, very easily fucking beats these things. Like, these <laughs> things... Like, how have these things, like, lasted this long? Like, Nick Cage is fucking, like... Like, the gorilla looks like he weighs a thousand pounds. But Nick Cage just fucking <laughs> destroys him. He's even throwing the gorilla to the walls. The walls are, like, shattering. Yeah. Like, what is Nick Cage in this fucking movie? Like, is he... Maybe he's a robot, and the punch is his fuel. Fuck, it's like well, Blade like Runner. He's like a replicon. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I think that's why this movie's so good. It's because there's so many things to think about. But they are ripping through those kids. Like, the oh, yeah. like the kids are, like... they're not Nicolas Cage. Yeah, Nick Cage is, like... He fucking, like, beheaded that one with his crotch. <laughs> oh, Siren Sarah. But the black kid can't stop from getting his fucking... Dick split up on him? Like, whatever the crocodile did to him? Chewed on his neck. I'm 
I think he's chewing on something else, too. <laughs> but, I mean, the movie in itself is just, like, one, like, ridiculous thing after the another. Like, he kills... I think that's what makes it so good, though. Like, he kills the ostrich. About that time, you meet the group of kids that well, are trying to, like, burn the house down. Any other burn person, the place down. Any other person that, ish, that incident happens with the ostrich... It's like at that point, any other person would either try to kill the rest of them while they're standing there, or like break some windows to try to get out. But Nick just try to wake him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He just keeps working to get his car back. His watch <laughs> goes off, and he goes and he cleans the pinball machine on his break as he eats Bud's punch or whatever the hell. Punch. <laughs> and you never figure out the different or the deal of the punch or the pinball machine. It's never fully resolved whatsoever he gives the girl at the end of the movie a punch maybe he's like he just knows so much about is he gonna bang the girl at the end of the movie I don't know like what do you think he gave her his punch (laughs) at the end like she just goes with him Mm -hmm. the only saving grace is in real life you could tell she's 18 just tell him but In the movie, she's meant to be like 15. (laughs) And Nick Cage doesn't fucking care. Like, nope. Um, it's like fucking the, it's like the fucking scene in the It novel that they didn't put in the movie that everybody knows about. But until you read it, you're like, fuck Stephen King. Like, (laughs) you went there. Yeah, he really did. Like, drugs is a hell of a thing, apparently. Because Stephen King, like, I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Like, we don't survive. Time for this. In detail. <laughs> like, we killed the clown. And now, when I felt, <laughs> when she felt them come inside, I'm like, holy shit. Okay. She knew they would always be. <laughs> It's like she knew they would always be connected through this act. I'm like, Jesus Christ. That's permanent psychological damage. Damn, they couldn't even put that in the movie. Why would they? They don't need that shit. There was no reason to have that. Apparently, Stephen King, it was a big deal. (laughs) (laughs) This needs to be in the book. (laughs) Put it in. Or don't fucking make it. <laughs> um, stupid. There's no excuse still, Charlie. I don't care. I don't care. You know, whatever's going on, Charlie, there's still no excuse for Pet Cemetery 2019. That fucking movie sucks my fucking. I haven't seen it yet. But I'll tell you one thing. How bad is Pet Cemetery 2019? It's it's Leprechaun in the Hood bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we need to talk about. I mean, because what was it? 2019 or 2020? 2019 wasn't Color Out of Space like one of our big favorite movies? We Nick love Cage. that movie. That's a great. And now movie. we got Willy's Wonderland. It's like Nick Cage, man. Mandy. He's like, 
He's Mandy. I actually put out that tweet because there's the joke about Tom Atkins just make a Halloween Horror Nights with all Tom Atkins movies. I put out the tweet. I think I'd rather have a Halloween Horror Nights Nick Cage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could have so Mandy, many Nick Cages. You could have Wicker yeah. Man, Mandy, Color Outer Space, this fucking movie. Uh, Ghost Rider. <laughs> Ghost Rider. Um, I mean, there's six, seven mazes right there. And Sorcerer's Apprentice with his old man. Okay, shoes. we'll stop there. Um, <laughs> National Treasure. National Treasure. Um, you could do, like, there's more than enough content with Nick Cage um, to have your own kind of an event. And. The movie resolution of this fucking movie, there is no, like, there is no resolution. The resolution is he just kills it. He just kills all of them. And then decides that he he's going to leave. And he gets his car back. And he gets it his car back. It reminds me of, like, an old Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Like, from the 80s, dude. Our Sylvester Stallone. Our Sylvester Stallone, yeah, yeah. It reminds me of those types of movies where you just, like, he goes through all the minions to get to the last guy. Um, it's, and honestly, like when he fights Willie, it's kind of a disappointment. That's kind of my least favorite fight. It's the only one that got the one up on him though. Like, oh, because Willie messes him up for a little while. Yeah. throws him in the ball pit and then he drinks his energy drink and he... Rises from it. Right. That's all he needed, man. He just needed some punch. Yeah. I, like, I, like I can't wait for them to start selling that stuff. I'm going to buy it by the case. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Do you think they will? Maybe I like a Hot Topic or something like that. It'll be like eight bucks a can. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a douchey thing. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> it, it is, but at the same time, I totally see that. No, it will be like, <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> and that's how funny. And it's just by the can. If you want a six-pack, you got to buy all six each. <laughs> um, I could not... Oh, this is going to make you guys mad. Wow. So... So Willy's Wonderland? <laughs> Willy's Wonderland is a 5.5. On Rotten or uh, IMDb? IMBD. I don't think a lot of people have seen it. <coughs> um, didn't... Oh, hold on. But the Banana Splits movie... <laughs> is only a 5.1. Like, My son wants to see that one. Like, they're only saying it's that much worse than Willy's Wonderland. <laughs> Like, Willie's Wonderland should be substantially, like, ranked substantially do you, higher. Do you think with 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 the with uh, Willie's Wonderland... The Banana Splits movie Splits. was fucking horrible. Do you think, I hated that Do you that think movie. the people that do Five Nights at Freddy's are like, maybe we shouldn't do a film? Because Five Nights at Freddy's, by the way, still the only one to have a maze in Vegas. They had a maze mm-hmm. at, at Terror Dome or whatever the hell yeah, it's called. Dome. And they have a maze right now at Fright Sanity, which, guys, guess what? Guess when when you're going to be able to see halfway to Halloween at a Fright Sanity (laughs) live stream. We'll go through that that Five Night at Freddy's maze at Fright Sanity. 
Spoiler alert, Fright Sanity also in first place right now in the haunt season. They're so good. Um, the champion versus champion tournament is going to be interesting because then we are going to have like those parks are going to be evaluated again, but they're going to be evaluated in like areas of like new attraction that's opened since your first round and restaurants Mm -hmm. and merchandise and maybe like one ride category like water ride but they're all going to be like put into a randomizer and google randomizer Mm -hmm. will draw what categories they get graded on for each matchup nice and i'll be curious if a haunt wins or if a theme park wins um but Fright Sanity and that Five Night at Freddy's Maze could definitely be a key factor in Fright Sanity opening some new attractions, which I know they're very close to doing, cool. could uh, really put them in a place to be in consideration. A Five Night at Freddy's Maze is something that I wish HHN would always do. And I think a Willie's Wonderland Maze makes a whole lot of sense for somebody I actually see Not Scary Farm doing it like I could see Not Scary Farm being like hey we got the the movie right <laughs> we're gonna fucking do this we did it we got it like we're not they gonna they get those every once in a while right like what's they had can we go garage. back when they were doing can the we... stuff from Sony like you could tell it was like Yes, can we so can we take a, a minute? Budget. Can we take a minute right now and go back into Not Scary Farm history and look at some of the based upon this movie thing. Stepfather. <laughs> that was oh, amazing. Oh my gosh, I remember that. That was terrible. <laughs> that was a box. <laughs> that was yes. literally like you better be careful what you wish for. <laughs> and then a cylinder saw like drop from the ceiling mm-hmm. and went over. And then you saw the dad's shadow at the top of some fake stairs. <laughs> and they were like, stepfather in theaters, November 17th. And the, like, the get out, get out, get out. We, we walked by later and oh there was like an hour wait for that thing dude. in my head. Oh my god. Because <laughs> we John goes, first I feel forward. really bad for those people in line. Maybe we should tell them. Because <laughs> yeah. remember, as soon as we walked in, we walked right into that. So we're That's like, the first oh, thing yeah. we did, so we didn't have to wait. Yeah. yeah. And when it was over, we're like, oh, okay. But then, yeah, you're right. When we went back later and there was literally an hour wait to get into that, we're just like, oh. The cast members were were literally like, maybe you should look up what you wait for. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck, bro. You know, Ghost Riders right that. here. <laughs> you can just go on Ghost Rider. Um, and then we got like, so then, like you guys said, they had their run with the grudge. Mm-hmm. They did those. They did that for two years, right? Two, yeah. I think even th- maybe three years, actually. Um, it was two years, and then the next year they did uh, Wreck. Well, it was Quarantine. Quarantine. Oh, yeah, they, they did do Quarantine, yeah. I remember and they, they did Beowulf. They did, uh, Carrie. Remember they did the Carrie finale. Oh, that in was one of the terrible. <laughs> that, that's when things started going south. Yeah. <laughs> They, started, they did last minute additions. They did that, and then they did uh, Evil Dead. 
uh, late addition onto the log ride before Uni- right. before Universal did the actual maze. They did the log ride uh, haunt. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember doing it. It was they. They really didn't have anything in it that it related so to cool. Evil Dead. You you really wouldn't even have known. I think it was the very first scene. They had the girl pushing up the trap door, and then that was it. And that was enough for them to slap Evil Dead on the ride. Evil Dead. <laughs> um, it's funny. Not Scary Farm. I always feel like when you leave Halloween Horror Nights, I always feel like there's like this next level. Like Knots will push things a little bit more than... T- HHN mm-hmm. and like Dark Harbor will push things a little bit more than Knots and like Hayride will push things a little bit more than Dark Harbor and then like the other like top tier indie thing will, and then so on and so forth until you get to like some McKinney Manor style fucking thing right <laughs> yeah. and so I feel like in that sense Knots has missed the boat as far as something that maybe instead of trying to do something that they're not necessarily the best at, maybe spend the money and go over the top every once in a while. And then every once in a while, something like this comes along and you have the money to make it like really good. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe you like sacrifice the years you had like 19 fucking mazes and you do like six <laughs> and you save some money each year mm-hmm. and you kind of like build up this like reservoir. And then every once in a while you do like some off the wall freaking like over the top like paranormal ink type thing. But you do even more than paranormal ink as far as effects but it's like some IP like this and it's just like holy smokes Mm -hmm. I think that would like if they did that I think that would be what got Knots to finally be like the thing like I think that would make because they've reduced the amount of mazes by a lot because I think even when we first started going there was like 16 things to do. I think it's 13 when we, when we were going. Jeez. Now it's down to uh, about 8, 8 or 9. So they cut out quite a bit. And with that, I mean, we've seen how much better the quality has gotten with them since they right. cut back. Right, they said something about they wanted to reduce the amount of mazes because they wanted to increase the quality of the mazes. Yeah, and it shows. I mean, because everything new that they've been putting out, um, it, it's it's funny because it, it only recently happened because it seemed like they would always pump out about three mazes each year, and there was always about one that was just terrible and another one that was okay and then one good one. Now it's like they only drop about one or two new mazes and they're both usually pretty good now. So they've gotten to the point to where their whole slate's pretty good. It's just when a maze is around for a long time, it starts to get that um, low cast member 
deal where like compared to the first time you go in it, you go into it four years down the road and there's only like eight scares in there compared to like 20 something. <laughs> so it's like, oh, it's like, man, it's like this maze was great. Now it's like, it's so minimal. It's like they take away the scares from it, but yeah. Um, what do you think Willie's Wonderland should be? Do you think it should be a house, a scare zone, a ride, a restaurant, a show? All five. <laughs> no, I think um honestly I think a maze. I would love to see this as a maze and even if you did like a side thing, I guess it coming off the maze to where they had like the hot dogs and some of the food items from Willie's like available mm-hmm. as like a grab and go type counter that'd be similar to like what they did for Stranger Things. How they kinda have like Benny's so it'd be cool. I tell you what, like I tell you what, you do like they what they always do. The last room in their tribute store is a uh, food room. Mm-hmm. So this year, I think that what we have to do is we have to design our own tribute store. I think the last room we just solved it. It's Willie's, <laughs> yeah. and it's like a Willie's to go, and for sure they're all designed uh, Willie's themed snacks and shit designed mm-hmm. to this year's event. Um, they'll sell the fruit punch there. They'll yeah. sell. You can get your, you can can get of punch. Punch. your can of punch. Get your can of eight dollar can of punch. No, during Halloween Horror Nights would be twelve ninety nine. And then you can get a cocktail for like eighteen ninety nine mm, with it. Awesome. Um, you do like a Willie's, a Willie's fucking wonder. <laughs> Willie's wonder. Keep going, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying. I'm <laughs> trying. <laughs> be a Willie the Weasel's can of oil. Uh, <laughs> the you can have like a. Uh, It'll be like a black Superman drink, but it'll be Willie's oil. You know, like Siren Sarah Sangria. <laughs> um. <laughs> Tito Tortoise Tortoise Tito Turtles <laughs> Tito the Turtles Tequila yeah. <laughs> um, Gus Gorilla Careful. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. <laughs> uh, we'll in, write that one down for later. <laughs> um, I mean, a maze would be cool. Like, the facade's obviously got to be like the front of Willie's. Mm-hmm. And you're going in. Um, and it's cool because pretty much. Each character attacks in a different location, so it kind of gives you, you know, these, these different areas throughout to where you could have those characters. So I mean, you could do the spot where as soon as you walk in, you could have the ostrich attack you, and then you could go to the bathrooms where Gus Gorilla to uh, the Siren Sarah's room, 
With like all the, the trees or whatever. Yeah, the trees. What what that what was Siren Sarah's room? Like I think it's, it's all party fucking rooms. like misty and fucking foggy and shit. Yeah. Like it was a Jurassic she's Park like room. A fairy. It's like it's like the woods. What the fuck? And then like they had a Gus Gorilla room where there was like some trees and they had like monkey bars and stuff and that was where the strobe lights were going. And somebody's got to pop out of the ball pit. Yeah. Yeah, the ball pit. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, but you got that. I mean, you got the night. Night would have a giant act hit the wall. You got the super happy fun room where you can have Artie the alligator, Cami Chameleon in the arcade. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, are we gonna get the room where Nick Cage takes Cami Chameleon by the oversized eye sockets and just rips her head off? <laughs> That's the is main that, party room. Yeah. Is that gonna be in a? Is oh, that yeah. gonna be in the maze? Heck yeah! It's the main party room. <laughs> Again. <laughs> And I think you need to go in the kitchen and see somebody as as Nick Cage dancing, playing the pinball machine. <laughs> Don't even need a scare. You can just walk through there. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that that would happen. Like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that would be a room. And I can tell you why that would be a room. So the way you would design that room is you would have, bless you, Nick Thank Cage... You the Nick Cage character with the pinball machine say on the left hand side as you walk through this room he's to your left he's dancing playing pinball you have like a stainless steel table some pots and pans and some like bullshit Mm. with him like spinning around to this pinball machine on the right hand side is just a like a white wall that's painted to look like the kitchen but nothing's there. Yeah, just nothing. So only half the wall is actually decorated. That is what HHN does. That is what <laughs> HHN would do. That is why that scene would be in an HHN house. Could you imagine all the black walls if this was an HHN maze? Oh, Jesus in Christ. between every single room, they'd be like, oh, instead of the hallway to get to the next party room, black hallway. I I like to think that they were social distancing before it was a thing. (laughs) That's the six feet right there. I would hope that they would just print like 500 of the stupid posters for each of the characters and just put them in the damn black hallways. It's not cost effective. It's cheaper to do black paint. Do Do you think the character jumps out at the end of the black hallway? Oh, there's going to be a, a drop-down window every time. Or a black curtain <laughs> yeah. every damn time. And there'll be a slightly elevated... <laughs> from the waist up. With the waist yeah. up, and they'll have a nice little pad there for them so they don't hurt themselves while they... And then they're going to hit a strobe and pop out at He'll be like... <laughs> yeah. And like... It'll be like right before or right after, like if we go into Gus Gorilla's room, we'll go into a black hallway, yeah. and then the end of the hallway, it'll be Gus. Mm-hmm. Not only will he jump out in the bathroom, but then they'll throw in the black hallway for him to jump out to. He'll jump out of three different <laughs> spots in black hallways. Because they'll be like, we can't have that one character jump out once. <laughs> like, he needs to jump out 20 times. 
Sorry, too. <laughs> and the sad part is, is like you'd be like a confined space, so you'd hit the strobe and he'd probably just do this. He wouldn't even reach out at you, he'd wave his arms in front of himself with the strobe and the sound effect. Whatever. <laughs> we get to see him like two or three times, though. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Um, does that happen? In the HHN one, not in ours. We ain't doing that shit. No. Um, what would be our big finale? Nick Cage driving away with the girl. Uh, I think it would be. Um, it's gotta be siren, like like yeah, it'd be the last minute scare like, around the car, like jumping out. One last thing, and then even Tito the turtle, I guess, if you like head outside. I think it ends to where you like exit the building mm-hmm. after a whole uh, Willie and. And Nick Cage fight, which um, if you had Willie basically jump out at the end, and I would say yeah, you'd get the last surprise from from Siren Sarah and uh, Tito the Turtle. So I'm going to throw something your way here in a minute, but. Scale one to ten. What do you give this movie, John? Scale one to ten. Mm-hmm. I would give it a nine point two five. Jason, what do you give this movie? I'll give it a nine and a half. Ashley. Nine and a half. Damn, you guys all love this movie. <laughs> um. <laughs> so I'm just thinking uh, I think I don't give it the full 10 because it is pretty low budget and you can tell it's very low budget but at the same time I think that kind of helps it in some ways but it, it's still if it was some things were in better quality I think that's what would give it the jump This movie has made four hundred and eighteen thousand dollars. Holy crap! It's pretty good for them. How much was the budget? I don't know. It was Nick Cage's budget. <laughs> I, he, he was a producer on it, so I'll bet you. So he probably did. I'll bet you he didn't take that much. Probably not. He's probably got more invested in it. Three hundred. It didn't make. It didn't make a million dollars. Yeah. It also came out during pandemic time when nothing was really making money. Anyway. The only movie that's made money during this is Godzilla vs. King Kong. How were, how were you with that movie? Huh? Were you happy with that movie? Yeah. I loved that movie. I saw it in IMAX and it was amazing. You think they did Mechagodzilla justice? Yeah, I and I I really like the fact that he was introduced earlier in the film because I was worried that it was going to be like a Venom from Spider-Man scenario to where he just gets brought in in the last like five minutes and hmm. they fight him and beat him. So that's why I'm glad that they had the little parts 
towards the middle, towards them working on him, showing why they need that power source to make him last longer and everything. So it kind of it was it was one of those things where instead of trying to be like, oh, we're gonna build it up and have him show up at the end, it was just. It was better to see the story behind Mechagodzilla and why they needed that power source. So, do you you want to see this as a maze? You said mm-hmm. Lily's Wonderland. Jason, what would you want if it was a HHN event you're going to? What would you, would you want this to be part of a event? I think a maze would definitely be cool, but I also think it would be neat to try and do almost like a country bears type um, extraterrestrial type show thing. Oh shit! Like, That'd be dope. Like the ride, <laughs> you know, like 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 you're you're in the because I feel like that would, that's a good mix because when you go in, it could be like Willie's Wonderland, and then like stuff could start to go wrong and. You could almost do like in, um, it's a- Alien Encounter is the ride, right? That they used to have at Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. And then like somebody, somebody could go back there. You just see the flashlight, and they're like, "Oh, hold on, we gotta fix one of the animatronics." And the lights could go out, and they'll shoot water like it's blood all over the audience. <laughs> That's why that ride doesn't exist there anymore. <laughs> you said HHN. It's not Disneyland. Right. Damn right. So why? Would you do have to do that in order to do the maze? Is that the entrance to the maze, the ride? That would be a cool holding area, yeah. Be able to do that, and then you start the maze, kind of like what they did for uh, Pandora's Box, oh, yeah. twenty nineteen. You could always set it up to where that is like what takes place in the past when it was when the place first got reopened. And all the animatronics started killing the people, then they had to shut it down. So it would be like a whole like pre like flashback thing. Hmm. Interesting stuff. Do you John, do you think that it needs a ride and a maze or just a maze? I think it needs a ride, a maze, the food station. He's gone. Everything. Do it all. He's do gone. It all. I wouldn't say scare zone because the whole thing takes place basically indoors, so that's why I see a maze. Ashley, a ride and a maze or just a maze? I'm on board for it all. <laughs> <laughs> I want some I want some punch, man. You gotta get um, cord. Okay, so it is a the icon. Willie the Weasel's like the icon. <laughs> This year. <laughs> <laughs> as you walk into the park, it's your birthday. <laughs> they retheme it to just It's Wonderland. <laughs> the whole park is Willie's Wonderland. Uh, okay, so one of our rides is the Willie's Birthday Concert Experience, and then... One of our mazes is based upon Willy's Wonderland. So two Willy's Wonderland things in this year's virtual scare park. You will see that graphic updated. Hey, man, stay tuned to everything on our channel at this point. So what do you give the movie out of 10? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trying to get away around this, huh? Um... <laughs> 
He's like, I don't want that in the park. Um, I'd probably give it like an 8.5 out of 10. It's more than I thought Jimmy was going to give it. I thought you were going to say 7. I thought he was going to say a 6. No, like, I I definitely enjoyed it more the first time I watched it. Like, the first time I watched it, it was like an experience. I think it's also because of when it came out. It came out during, like, the rough time of of the pandemic to where we weren't really getting a whole lot of new stuff. Right. Everything we were getting was, you know, just streaming stuff straight for, like, Netflix and stuff like that, so... To get something new to where, and that's the other thing, is this was a Amazon rental thing where it was 20 bucks, and I think a lot of people didn't want to drop that mm-hmm. for this, you know, so I think that's why... It's a damn shame. I think that's why it, it may not be that well known right now, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know, I think for us that did enjoy it, it was just, it was something new and exciting during all this to where it was like, that was... You know, it was it was it was a cool new concept, similar to Friday, um, Five Nights at Freddy's. But for us, it was just something, you know, something good, like horror movie wise during the pandemic. For sure, it was it was highly entertaining. That's for sure. Um, so there you go. That fills in one of the mazes and one of the ride slash attraction spots. Next week, Ashley, your choice of film is what? Oh, I don't know. I haven't (laughs) decided yet. I didn't know it was going to be my choice. Okay. So then... I think we could talk about some halfway to Halloween while she figures out... Oh, like find a pick a movie. Yeah, if I talk halfway to Halloween, look, man, halfway to Halloween is going to be a two and a half day party. Mm-hmm. Like we've made it. The state is reopening. People are getting vaccinated or whatever. Gavin Newsom feels like, hey, guess what? I can actually open up the state now. Um, whatever is going to happen once he actually does that remains to be seen but we'll see what happens Um, our state is actually once again um, the lowest numbers according to the CDC so hopefully our Southern California scene is what it should have been last year and all the parks are open and all of them are doing Halloween stuff Um, and uh, the reason I say that is because a panel, John I am super excited for um, is Oh the Horror of course Patrick Braylord uh, Jacob McAllister Nate Stevenson all of uh, um, of Halloween uh, Horror Nights Orlando fame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now behind the Oh the Horror game, and uh, game looks super cool. I cannot wait. Did you get your pre-order in on that game? Oh no, the Horror. Yeah. What? 
No, not yet. Oh, man, you got to get your pre-order in. Definitely. Uh, oh, the com, And uh, I think that will be a, a ton of fun. But they're all coming to Halfway to Halloween. You know who else is coming to Halfway to Halloween? Um, we have a series... <laughs> We have a series of not just like one on one panels, we have a series of round tables. The two biggest round tables. Check this out, Saturday Saturday night's round table. We have James H. Carter, podcaster, Creepy Kingdom, uh, director of the Foolish Mortals documentary Death on a Mansion. Mm-hmm. Uh, horror host, Lord Bloodlaw. Producer, William Cleavinger. Uh, producer, Aaron B- um, uh, Aaron B. Brooks. Um... And on Sunday, we have Ashley moderating a roundtable on Sunday with Michelle Nesk, Kamika Hartford, uh, Melissa LaRue, Lilith Fury, and Alex Wright. That uh, panel of model actresses slash directors... Should be a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I think all the round tables are going to be very interesting and something different. Yeah. So that's why I think it'll be really cool to check those out. Um, of course, we got Jay, uh, you know, Fast Pass with Us, special guest podcast, talking about their upcoming hot season. Do- Sorry, I was just gonna say we're, we're gonna do like the uh, um, attractions we'd like to see Halloween overlays for. Nice. Mm-hmm. Right so on. So that'll be probably we'll probably just do like Disneyland, Universal Studios, Hollywood, and uh, Knott's Berry Farm. Very cool. I look forward to uh, checking you guys out at the event, and uh, yeah. We look forward to sharing. What? What? I, I had my choice. Oh, okay. Ashley's ready. But before we do that, we have to mention the two big ones, man. The the headliners, the one-two punch. Saturday, Ashley moderating again. Sam Todd panel. That is a big one. Sunday, Jay will be moderating. Let him do it. David Howard Thorne, Art the Clown. That is, a, I think, a pretty dope co- co-headlining uh, weekend. Sam Todd, David Howard Thornton co-headlining our event. Um, we got some other stuff that uh, could potentially be announced some things are getting shuffled around right now, actually, as we speak. 
Um, so we will see what comes and uh, what goes between the next few days before the thing is completely finalized, finalized. Um, but I can tell you that overall, I think it's going to be a really, really fun weekend here, 21st, 2nd, and 3rd. But next week, Campfire Chronicles. Hey, not to mention, man, if you're in the area, before we get there, Tuesday, yes, we are going to be recording... Ashley's episode um, but next Thursday we're going to be recording an episode that you know call it a bonus episode of Campfire Chronicles call it you know what you will but we're going to be returning to doing a podcast live in the movie theater we're going to be doing the Jigsaw uh, Spiral movie so we will be meeting up outside of Cool Hand Loads, uh to say hi, uh, to gather, so you know, you know who we are, where we are going to be sitting. Do um, you want a drink? You know, whatever. Maybe we'll do. Maybe we will do a uh, little little bit of a pre-podcast uh, headed into Spiral. Then we will watch Spiral, and then we will do the post thoughts on Spiral, you know, just like we did. Um, Is that event posted on Facebook with a time? Yes, you can find that information on Facebook. We don't have an official uh, theater that we're in yet. Uh, We'll see if they have posted that yet. Um, Yeah, we'll show times. but once we know what time officially that'll be, hopefully there's like a, you know, 8.30, 9 o'clock show so we can like meet at Kuan Loops at 7, 7.30 and then take it from there. Um, but yeah, stay tuned for, for that information. So next week, there's that. Ashley, next Tuesday, what? Are we watching? What are we talking about? 1986. Chris. Okay. So. Oh, shit. Times have been posted for Spiral. Thursday the 13th, right? On Thursday the 13th. Hold on. Holy shit, that profile movie's coming out, theaters? Okay, so... 8.15, it will be. So, plan on us being at Cool Hand Loots then by 6.30. On the 13th. Uh, tickets, because it'll probably sell out pretty quick. 8.15 is when we will be going to see Spiral on May the 13th. All of them are available right now. Fall theater. All of them are available? Yep. Okay, so no seats have been bought yet. Um, anyway, next week we will talk about Critters. Interesting <laughs> choice by Ashley. Everyone's talked about Gremlins always being a possibility. Critters doesn't get enough love. Now we have Gremlins. 
aka critters, which are just very gremlins. So we'll play, uh, we'll we'll play that movie. I mean, they're more lovable than gremlins. They're like the the gremlins when they're furry still. When they're mogwai. Mogwai. When they're mogwai. Yeah. What? Yeah. So yeah, man. Eight fifteen, May thirteenth, Riverbank Movie Theater. The first time I'll have been to a movie theater in a very long time. This will be the one time we do Riverbank because. By that time, Regal will be open and our Regal Unlimited thing will have started up again. So, there you go. Um, this is our, our one Riverbank meetup, unless it's something like pretty spectacular. But, so keep that in mind as well. Powered by the Intel Evo platform. All right, All right, you guys. Well, thanks for listening. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me, guys. Definitely. All right. Take it easy. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>